Welcome to Casual Conversations on Adult Situations. Today's topic, dating with ADHD. So as you get older, it, it comes with more maturity. When you're when we're younger, we tend not to be as introspective. That could also be a sex. It could be excuse me, a, a, a gender thing. I was a little too introspective. <laughs> it's like you ADHD people. Um, I've talked Weirdo. to people. Get who, over who, there. I've I, I've talked to the five percenters. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like they're all here. And the, in the beginning, like don't get so fixed on fixated uh, on the person. Yeah, because I feel like the feeling friends. like the feeling just runs out, right? So like maybe like just keep. Yeah. Well, uh, your shit. Uh, hey Val. What's up? Did you hear that the um, uh, the Las Vegas Aces from the WNBA are the f- like since I think the '90s the first team to win back-to-back WNBA championships? What about them? Well, nobody cares. That's why. See, you didn't even know. The reason I said, you know, did you hear about that? You probably didn't because nobody gives a shit about the WNBA. So I figured, you know, why not? Why not add that tidbit? Um, I didn't know it until it popped up on YouTube. I really honestly wouldn't even looked it up. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. (laughs) I don't know how to respond. I'm I'm getting slightly off topic. So let's get back on topic this week. So uh, this week on Casual Conversations, we're going to be talking about dating um, or being married to a person with uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD and uh, Val you want to start us off with oh, well actually should we introduce our guest first yeah absolutely All right, so today ahead. we have a fellow friend longtime friend what is it what is it that you say Long-time caller. Uh, uh, yeah, hi. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, we're here with Jay, and uh, we're going to all talk about having a relationship with ADHD, what that's like. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Jay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do for a living? Oh, okay. Well, you know, well, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, do you, you work with? Do you work with people? Do you work um, in a? In I a, do. Like, I work okay. in a very structured environment. Actually, um, I'm an attorney. Um, I think that structure is helpful, but at times, you know, um, you know, you gotta build in that flexibility to just kind of let your mind wander. But yeah, I think for um, the best way to describe it, it's pretty structured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want. We just wanted the audience to know kind of like what career you were in like as far as attorney you know, yeah, you get too, too many so thank you for letting us know credentials, credentials. so yeah. and, and that kind of do you want to see my resume do you want to see my degree no no but I'm that kind of goes in what, what we're talking results, about right <laughs> my bar card it's actually in my purse <laughs> well because because with our topic today um thank you for being on by the way and you are a person who has adhd like myself so we're and we in, we are in different industries so i just kind of wanted to get a different feel of for the people, like what industry you're in, as opposed to what industry I'm in, which they don't know yet. I'm gonna keep a mystery for a while, actually. <laughs> Put me on the spot. I think, we, I think we've hinted at it a few yeah, times. Yeah, a few times I've yes. hinted at it. Um, but okay, but moving on. So, and I'm a non ADHDer. Oh man. The mediator. I'm the mediator. So I'm gonna try to. I'm try, gonna try to, to keep all this conversation at least finish one one thought before moving on to the next. You're gonna be the secretary <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> And I think the two of us are going to try not to interrupt. So Val has some uh, has some facts about ADHD she wanted to share, or a couple of things she wanted to talk about. Oh, so. absolutely. So did you know that up to 5% of Americans have ADHD? 
and less than 20% of adults with ADHD are aware they have it, according to WebMD. Okay, so being that I'm pretty good at math, so we yes. got 5% of people, so that's one out of 20 people, mm-hmm. and then one out of every five of those people don't know they have ADHD. Yes. So if my math is correct, which I hope it is, that means that one out of every 100 people in America do not know they have ADHD. That's that's what the numbers are saying. Okay, very interesting. Yes, that's what the numbers are saying. And did you know that boys are more likely to be diagnosed than girls? Yes, I did. <laughs> this is interesting. We have is, we have one one on each side in this room. The only reason I knew that is just because I I've suffered from it for a while. But that is very interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, guys tend to suffer from it. I think almost three three times the rate, I believe. Some, yeah, so three I or would, four times. I think maybe more yeah, than that. Maybe. I, I'm just thinking about like gender roles and things like that, and like the sometimes roles that women are forced into. Oh, I think um, it's that damn Y chromosome that we have. <laughs> Possibly. So I want to ask: um, Are both of you diagnosed? Yes. Uh, most definitely. And when when did that happen? You want to answer first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, I actually did not get diagnosed until my last year of undergrad. But when I got that diagnosis, it really just was something that kind of went in one ear and out the other. Because mm-hmm. I thought, um, you know, I was mad, uh, what's the word, managing mostly fine. So I didn't think too much of it. And I hated taking like accommodations. So I pretty much um, refused them, but I just had the paperwork. And then it wasn't until a few years ago, I think through work, that I realized... Um, I still don't ask for accommodations, but I make my own. So, yeah. Very cool. That's good. Um, I, like I was actually diagnosed as a child with ADD because when I was growing up in the 80s, ADHD didn't exist. There was only ADD, and it was still somewhat of a new thing. So, I was diagnosed pretty early. I was diagnosed about seven, eight years old. Um, my mother was very adamant against medication. Mm-hmm. So, I was not medicated as a child. And uh, that led to. A lot of bullying led to a lot of me bullying others at times, too. Um, It led to a lot of outbursts. It led to a lot of school problems. It led to a lot of relationship problems with my family. Um, So, But where the H part came in was the hyperactivity that I was exhibiting all throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, and even early in college. So, And even early on in my adult life. And I said, let me go back. Let me get re-diagnosed. So I did go and see someone. And I got re-diagnosed and they did add the H component on there because it, obviously you've known me for a few years. Both of you have known me for a few mm-hmm. years. You, you've seen me out of tailgates. You've seen me. Oh, yeah. You, you, you've seen me at, at clubs back in the day when I used to go to the, to the club. And I was quite the wild man. Mm-hmm. Um, so Much more subdued now. Yeah. So I decided myself at about age 35 and now I'm 42, but I decided about age 35 to go on medication. Have you noticed a difference? Like, oh yes, I, taking, I, I, taking medication. I've actually just like at the age of thirty-five also <laughs> decided to take it regularly. Um, I find that it is helpful again because of you know whatever reason growing up, kind of just taught to like not take it or not have to rely on it so much. But mm-hmm. you know every time um, taking it, I'm always telling myself like I really need to be on this every day. So yeah. Yeah, and for me as well, it's uh, it's it's part of my routine now. Um, and you know, I've talked about in previous episodes where on the days that if I don't take my medication, um, I do feel a humongous difference. Um, my focus is definitely not there in the morning. I'm much groggier. Uh, I want to go back to bed, like 
pretty much for the majority of the day until about like four or five in the afternoon. I'm like, okay, now I'm finally awake and it's getting ready to be, you know, time to wind down for the evening. Um, so I, I have noticed a humongous difference, especially um, also in relationships when I do take the right amount of uh, medication, how my relationships and my friendships do benefit from it. Interesting. Can you like elaborate on that? Like a note, like what you noticed like before you started taking medication and then after? Hmm. And elaborate on what part? Like uh, how you were, like your behavior was. Um, before my medication, uh, I was a lot more, I mean, this is kind of going into what like I wrote down as far as my notes for, for our podcast today. I was definitely a lot more uh, impulsive. Uh, I was very quick to, to jump into relationships and very quick to invest in those relationships and very quick to get hyper-focused in a relationship. And also at the same time, within a few months, very shortly, some in some cases, very quick to lose focus in those relationships and immediately want to like get out of them or realize, oh, this person wasn't what I thought it was. I was just more fixated on the, the dopamine I was getting, the feeling I was getting. Yeah. That that because it's almost like you you make yourself high on the people you surround yourself with because you get excited if you're around friends. You want to be liked, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you don't have to be liked by everybody, but who you feel is important and not in a narcissistic way like we were talking about the other week, but more in a... Um, People pleaser. Yes. You want to add to that? Uh, I don't know. I think my experience is different. Um, I'd say... I think I'd get that impulsivity feeling with experiences. I could be wrong again because um, I don't think I have as many experiences as you do to gauge my impulsivity um, in relationships sometimes. So I think the hyper focus for me is pretty long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it stays for a while. Um, but yeah, I, th I think mine's more so with experiences I, I hope that makes sense mm -hmm. not sure yeah yeah I think I think it like the the traits of someone with ADHD probably like some uh, traits are stronger than others depending on the person mm -hmm. I would assume I mean nobody's the same <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> well I could that. also say like uh, not just relationship wise but even work wise my time management skills were not as um, that's where I've noticed the biggest difference yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I, I think I have enough base points in my work life that that's how I, that's why I can easily answer that question. Um, you know, I think I'm still processing the rest. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where like you can, you, you feel that you're more organized. You, you can manage your time better. Mm -hmm. You tend to actually get more work done mm -hmm. um, because you're not so much hyper focused but you're normally like with the medication it helps you actually focus on what needs to be done and you can focus on one thing at a time as opposed to okay i started this now my mind's over here and i'm doing this and now my mind's over there and i'm doing that like you because without the medication your mind just jumps to a bunch of different things yeah and so like i will say even though i've started to accept you know whatever this is a lot more because it's it's i think it's something that i need to understand a lot more so that i could um 
you know, just better myself. I, I'm not sure if that's what they call the executive functioning or something. So executive honestly, if I don't take my meds that day or if I'm forgetting or if there's a delay in it, it does take a lot longer for me to basically like just kind of like get going, like to start my task. Like it's, mm -hmm. And it's not that Absolutely. I don't want to. I, like I'm actually constantly thinking about it, but I just can't get the pieces moving. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. So my past relationship, the person I was with did have ADHD and I'm a... Uh, I, I'm, I'm a regimented person. Like I like organization. I like control. Also I like, am I. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I am really, yeah. ADH people also <laughs> like control. Oh, yeah. okay. No, like that's actually one of the things I'm struggling with the most. Mm -hmm. um, 100, and I didn't realize how much of a problem I have. But yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So again, maybe not control. Like I'm, I'm very organized. Um, and the person I was, and I'm very like meticulous about like where things go. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think the words OCD. for the letters are OCD. I'm in control of like my routine, yeah. my my things. Well, like I can't important. have people in my spaces. Like mm -hmm. unless I'm ready to share with you, mm -hmm. um, it just it's aggravating. I don't know if you have that same experience, but I do. Like it's what I don't know. I think it's something that kind of like um, helps me. As far as personal space goes, sometimes I do have a problem with people invading my personal space and kind of like my own my own routine like when my routine does get screwed up sometimes it does bother me and i have to realize hey it's just another day these things happen like because i like to go to the gym at a certain time every day and if things get in the way like if i have a, a meeting that runs late and i can't make it to the a lot of time i don't want to go later because i can't go to bed so i get pissed off about it and then i just you know as you get older you realize okay you didn't make it today I can do things to make up for it. I can eat a little bit less carbs tonight or I can eat just a little bit less on the calorie side. You know, tomorrow I can try to work a little bit harder in the gym. I can try to do a little bit more or I can go on Saturday as opposed to, you know, not going Saturday morning this week. You know, so you, you as you get older, you learn for ways to cope with it. But yes, it did bother me for a while when I was getting out of my routine, when people are getting in my space. Because it, it, we like that. Once we find our structure... We like to follow. Yeah, that's something that I found is that um, rocking somebody's routine that has ADHD really does rock them. Mm -hmm. You know, like if somebody has like a process on how they leave the house, mm -hmm. like where their wallet, their wallet's always in the same place, and all these things. And if you like, if I'm trying to help, right? I'm thinking I'm helping by giving him his wallet early on. No, no. not at all, because that just like messes up his routine, and I don't realize that because I think I'm helping. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's ADHD mixed with the OCD as well because yeah. uh, uh, we, while we have our routines, mm -hmm. I, I think that also just depends on your personality because I wouldn't mind if like I was in a relationship and I was getting ready and my significant other said to me, hey, here's your wallet. Oh, thanks. Like to me, it wouldn't mess up my like messing up my routine would be okay i want to go to the gym at 4 30. Mm -hmm. well i don't want you to go i kind of want you to stay home yeah, and i no. want you to watch tv yeah. no <laughs> fuck, that. That. fuck no no nope. no I we have to go shopping uh why didn't you tell me this earlier because you're going shopping by yourself and i'm going to the gym yeah, yeah, it would make sense. <laughs> yeah, like if you told me earlier today, I could have rearranged my schedule around it. I could have decided to, you know, like like the options I said earlier. So we do like our routines right now. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. That is interesting. The other thing that I find interesting is hyperfocus. Yes. As you, I think you touched on it a little bit when you hyperfocus in like the beginning of a relationship. And then, like, something else takes your focus and you hyper-focus on that. 
Is that what happens? We get bored easily. Mm, would you Would you agree on that? I would say that um, for me, I don't think I get bored easily, but I have to like something enough in order to be into it. And once I am, it really is strong. And I don't, I'd never, I wasn't aware of what that was before. Um, and then now, like as I reflect, like say for instance, my interest in the gym, <laughs> to me, when I got into it, it was very normal to think about it all the time, to post about it all the time. Now I just kind of, not that I hold back, but I realize, like, wait a minute, like, I know what I'm doing. I don't necessarily need to share this all the time. But also Correct. I realize, like, oh, there might be a little bit of a level of, I don't even know what to call it, but a little bit of, like, <laughs> like weirdness. Like, I, don't, I guess I'm realizing people don't like the things that they like that much. But for me, it's either, like, I really like it or I don't. There really is no gray. And I do hate that part because I feel like life would be easier <laughs> if I had gray. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm in or I'm out. And I think that's... Um, I mean, if I could change it, I would, but it's not how I work. That's, yeah. And so, yeah, so, like, it's not that I get bored easily, but it's just, like, if you bore, like, it's gone. It's, like, it's it's done, it's gone, the switch is gone, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing I can do about it. I wish that it was, but there isn't. So, I don't know if if that, if I'm explaining it right now. No, no, when, the thing is, as a per, we have to realize, it's not that we're bored in the relationship or we're bored with the person. It's just how our brain works. We need to constantly be excited about something. And sometimes we mistake that for being bored in a relationship, being bored with a person. And as you get older, it is a maturity thing too. It really mm-hmm. is because one thing that a lot of people with ADHD don't have is um, introspection. So as you get old, it, it comes with more maturity. When you're, when we're younger, we tend not to be as introspective. That could also be a sex. It could be, excuse me, a, no, a gender thing. I was a little too introspective, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. for me. It could also be a gender thing because you have your ADHD types that, I think you're more ADD types without the hyperactivity or the, the, least, the least bit of hyperactivity. They're not as introspective. They're more doing self-centered things where if you're more hyperactive because you tend to see the reactions of people more and you tend to focus on those reactions of people more. Like hypervigilant. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, I uh, I know what I just said. I saw some faces, maybe yeah. I didn't say yeah. something right. Um, how, how do I correct that? How do I make that mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. It's, it, we're just, so by saying that we get, we get bored or we get hyper-focused in a relationship and the focus is gone, we tend to focus on the feeling of that initial honeymoon phase that infatuation with the person and then once that fizzles out it's like okay well now what and now that's the, just how our now brains now the cuddling in bed and just the, the routine begins it, and, and that's and that's how our until we settle into that routine there's mm-hmm. like there's like this weird gap period where sometimes we're like okay do we stay or do we go Mm-hmm. As you get more mature, you overcome that, especially if you take medication. You can overcome that because you're thinking a little bit more clear. You're not thinking of that impulsiveness of, okay, now this feeling is gone, and do I really like this person? Well, maybe I didn't like this person in the first. You start questioning, over-questioning yourself at times. Like you said, a little bit more too introspective. Yeah. And sometimes the easiest thing to do would be like just to break off a relationship, whether it's three months, three weeks, three days. Mm-hmm. Um and that can happen, like I said, really quick, or it can happen sometime down the road. Whereas, if you take your time getting to know a person, we tend to stay. And I was actually looking this up today, too, because I was looking at a lot of people's testimonials who have ADHD who are now in positive relationships. And they had to overcome that whole feeling of, okay, 
I'm not bored with this person. It's not that I don't like this person. It's just, this is the way I'm thinking. I need to constantly be stimulated. How can I, you have to develop your own personal ways mm -hmm. to combat that and to realize it's not this person, it's me. I have to come, I have to overcome this way I'm feeling. Something is wrong. Whoops. And communication, like we said earlier, communication is one of the best things about, you know, we, we, we've talked about that since day one on the show. Yeah. Um, Effective communication will help people with ADHD in relationships no matter what. We tend to not communicate sometimes. We tend to we tend to zone out. And we'll have we'll be and you've heard this over the phone with me sometimes. We'll be talking about stuff about the show and, and I'll be like can you repeat that last sentence? What did you just say? Yes. That happens all the time on the phone when we talk, it does. doesn't it? All the time. Because I'll be talking to you on my phone and I'll something will fly by me or a light will pop off and I'll look at the light bulb and I will totally be fixated on that light bulb for 30 seconds on my porch and I'm like, what the fuck did Val just say? That's... Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I, and I just went off on like five tangents for one question. <laughs> I followed. Started zoning out too, but I followed. <laughs> Do you want to add anything to that, Jay? Um, I mean, I don't know. What how can I add to that? I think um, it's tough <laughs> because, you know, uh, I guess upon reflecting on certain experiences, um, yeah, I guess sometimes I do wonder, like, okay, wait a minute. Like, how true were, like, you know, <laughs> those, how, 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 how strong, those, okay, so like those feelings, like, you know, how much of that is my conditioned, I guess, if you want to How much of it is, is an infatuation that yeah, you're fixated on? Yeah, you know, to um, really know the person. so I think it's that, and I think that balance of learning, like, okay, well, then if I know that we can sometimes be impulsive, but I don't think of myself as really an impulsive person, but I guess maybe from the outside people could know, I have no idea. The whole point <laughs> is, um... You know, like, how do you balance that between making sure it's someone you're compatible with so that way when you hit those reds, you're like, all right, this might be worth it to push through those feelings because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. Everyone's going to get bored. I'm sorry, but, like, that's just the truth, I It's think. true. Everyone's going to get bored at something. That's why I think you really need to be, like, just, you know, I don't know, have your own stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's why you have to balance it out with, like, even though in the beginning of things, I think this probably can go for anybody right whether you have ADHD or not like how should I say like uh I lost my fucking train of thought but like the point in the, was <laughs> in, the, in the beginning like don't get so fixed on fixated uh, on the person yeah because I feel like the feeling friends. like the feeling just runs out right so like maybe like just keep I yes. don't know doing I, your I, shit and I, then, it, that's yeah. that's exactly what it is so that, you have to yeah. continue your life yeah mm -hmm. I don't really know though, but that's me learning. I'm realizing though that I'm actually a very independent person. I always thought of myself that maybe I wasn't, which I guess for a certain part of my life I was not. But now I'm so used to it actually that I think I'd have to find I'd have to find that balance between staying that way, still exploring it, but then also kind of like, all right, I'll let some people in because also learning that about myself that um, I don't know if that's from the ADHD thing or whatever, um, but I think like that. Well, you kind of alluded to it, and not me not recognizing that the whole communication thing, like I had, mm -hmm. it teeters from like me explaining every step. But I think that's just because that's the way my brain works. Like I like to be logical. Like okay, it's just A B C. Just say mm -hmm. it. It's fine. We do like steps. We like yeah. Clarity. Or I'm just like, uh, I guess having the whole convo in my head and just like not communicating. But that's because like I don't know for whatever reason. Um, you can maybe if you have a more articulate way to say that or well, whatever that is. Cause the, the, I, one, the one <laughs> thing. The one thing that. Um, <laughs> Going back to the hyper-focus and, and talking about that in the beginning of relationships, 
one thing that, and I've talked to a couple of ADHD people, and again, I've, I've watched some videos about this. ADHD people. I know. Right? It's like, you ADHD people. Um, I've talked Weirdo. to people. Get who, over who there. I've, I've talked to the five percenters. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like they're all here. Right? <laughs> um, and, and, and sometimes we, we hyper-focus into a relationship and we give up a lot of ourselves without realizing it. We mm-hmm. give up that routine because mm-hmm. we're fixated on that person. We want to see that person more. So we give up some things in our life and then we start to resent the fact that we gave up these things for that person. And we, at least from a guy's perspective, I know I've talked to guys about this and guys will do this like, yeah, you know, I, I started giving up, like going out with my friends on this week, this night of the week and I stopped doing this and I stopped doing that. And, and like, it's all her fault. I'm like, no, you, those were cho- that's no, a choice. That's that you a made. choice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And when we're younger, when guys are younger, we don't realize that. And some guys that are older don't fucking realize that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think guys in general sometimes don't fucking realize that, that, you, that you're not supposed to. Now, mature men, remember I'm saying guys here, men realize that you don't give your shit up. You grow together. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have your independent lives, but you make each other a priority in each other's life as you grow into it right Mm -hmm. so and then you start to make those sacrifices you start to make those compromises but another thing about adh people is we do not like to compromise a lot we don't i suck at that and and the issue is well no that's not that is the issue um the 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 solution to that is we have to learn that it's okay to compromise it's okay to give things up it's okay to change your routine every now and then because if if we want a relationship to last there are going to be things we have to compromise i think that that goes without saying like any relationship but adhd people (laughs) hate we hate to compromise we hate it i don't do you deal with this thing too like this weird competitive feeling sometimes. oh okay see and i'm a girl time. and so then i wonder Ask like her. where does that come from no so i find myself in this kind of situation like well then how do i know why do you when- think i love crossfit oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like you were one of those <laughs> i'm not i'm not a cultist but i just like, i just like the fact that there's a leaderboard every day and i can see my name is like number one like uh, half the time I'm like, i yes. can't i get that actually okay but the point was i forgot it fuck okay um competitive yeah competitive yeah so like as a a female whatever you know um i feel like okay i'm supposed to be the certain type of girly or you kind of like feel this impact and whatever blah fucking blah but i noticed that within myself um and it's not well maybe it is a little bit of a not like power as in you want power where people know but just it feels good sometimes to be kind of dominant which also is very surprising considering how i used to be but like i'm learning that about myself and it's like so if i like to do certain things that maybe are expected like no that's what the guy should do like i hate that i have to like sit there and struggle with that or feel like i can't be myself because i'm supposed to fit into some sort of like societal norm but then it's also because i'm trying to balance like how do i protect myself knowing like okay but am i gonna end up being like used or does that make me seem like weird or i'm not supposed to be doing this like i don't know if this is making fucking sense because again this is from a girl's perspective um but then all to say because it comes from this competitive feeling too like sometimes like no it's like i like to be dominant i like to take charge or i want to do this or that or pay for this or plan this or plan that but then i'm like okay well i feel like i can't do those kinds of things in the beginning it's supposed to come later but then i just feel like i'm then i'm just hiding who how i am and then at the end of the day i feel like i don't give a fuck honestly actually like you're either gonna be into it or not and then i can move on like I don't know. Anyways, it was a lot all at once. But honestly, the competitiveness, yes, because you know why? I do not want to know a man's fucking salary because I will be pissed. I, <laughs> I would just, I'm just going to feel like now you need to go make more money. And I don't know where that comes from. But yeah. 
next week on Casual Conversations <laughs> on Adult Situations, Feminism and ADHD. No, it's not about being a feminist. It's about being me. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, it's, <laughs> well, I, I, I think we, we uh, and the audience felt that competitive nature flowing <laughs> through. No, it's all good. I had a lot of passion. A lot of passion. It's okay to get excited. I mean, like, and that's that's why we have the show in the first place, because, because we want people to know like, like about these things. And, and oh, these are... <laughs> <laughs> but these these are these are normal reactions that we have. We get ex- we get like, excited, and sometimes we just get loud. It happens. Yeah. You you've seen me in football. Y'all see me in football games. Uh, I'll just, wait, out of nowhere. Is, was it that obvious? Is that? Oh my god. Yeah, we do that all the time. No, no, but like it, that actually was obvious, and yeah. I didn't realize that I was doing it. Because you don't you don't ever realize you're doing it until afterwards. You're like, oh crap, yeah, I was that loud. Yeah, you just learned something about yourself. That's <laughs> embarrassing. I feel like the rainbow just came over the more. No, it's not a rainbow. That's the cringe of like, I'm going to go back in my shell. (laughs) No, no, but. No, that was good. So, you were talking about this how you feel like you can, like, you want to do things that people think you can't do. Like, that they're assumed to be like masculine traits. Okay, but just, just. You want, but you have a competitive nature, and you want to yes. prove things to people. Yeah. Just does, does not I guess do, so. you, yeah. you just want to prove things to people. I, I, so. I feel like that I have an underlining, like, I guess you could say, like a chip on my shoulder to prove things to people as well because of our competitive natures. But I think, um, crap, then I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Now there's, I was going back to something. I wonder how about many that. of us in the gym were have ADHD. Uh, oh, a a lot. Yeah. No, of just, <laughs> As a, as a matter of fact, that's like... I've talked to a lot of bodybuilders and gym rats that have ADHD. That and, is actually uh, like a way to kind of like, not control it. Get that it, energy but like out. To, yeah. Oh. It kind, like kind of it's like, a therapy. It's a therapy. Oh, it is for, a therapy. Oh, that's how I ended up in there. There's no, there's nothing like some sort of beautiful motivational story behind how Do I got Do you ever notice it. how you feel like after you've worked that hard and said that dopamine rush and you finally feel calm? Yeah. That's why a lot of ADHD people go mm-hmm. to the gym is because we get that dopamine rush after we go to the gym and we actually... We can go home, and it's like we don't need medication because we're feeling good. We can get stuff done, and then like an hour and a half later, and then it's I'm like, crashing. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm sitting on the couch, like just like, hmm, I'm done. That was the highlight of my day. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, but there was something. Yeah, see, my bad. I, no, it's all good. I try to help you. Let's think back. Let's um, walk back. I was but, competitive. Oh, okay. So, yelling. so the point I was <laughs> the point I was trying to make is, like you said, you want to crawl back in your shell. No, no, don't. ADHD. What I've learned is, as I've gotten older. It, some people look at it as, as like a kind of like a curse or like a, a crutch. I look at it as a, I look at it as a superpower, actually, um, a very odd superpower, but a superpower nonetheless. Because you can ask Val, I I remember the most random facts about stuff all the time. I can remember movie lines one time after seeing a movie. Mm. I, like so, I have all these like individual like very unique traits. And a lot of it is because of the fact that I have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I do hyper focus on things, but I'm able to retain a lot. Like I was able to retain certain mathematical facts and I was able to read at a certain age and I was well above other kids, like at, mm-hmm. at four or five years old. I lost that a little bit in middle school because middle school is the fucking black hole of education. We're going to get to that in another episode. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then I got into high school and I got advanced and, and when you were saying when you like something when we like a subject yeah oh my god it's it's, it's it. on like you look like me with star wars oh yeah oh my god yeah see <laughs> jay likes star wars too so i've never seen it what i know we, we, we've talked we're working wait well. you had 
You've had how many months of starting the podcast and you haven't even... We've been, we've been working on the podcast for like three months and like when we're cutting it on Saturdays when I'm hanging out over here, I'm like, yeah. You play it in the background, dude. You play we it in the background. probably should. I should be the one cutting and she should be the one watching Star Wars. I, I need to go. teach you how to edit. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can... Yeah, we'll work on that soon. You can do that soon. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> See, and another great... Here we go. And Jay can agree with me on this. Val, ADHD yeah. people... Uh-huh. We're great at starting projects, but we are shit at finishing them. If I like it, I'm good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, the, like if with I my don't car. like it, fuck no. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm well aware of that trait. Well, well, well. Uh, I've so experienced We're pretty that. fucking stubborn. I'm learning this now. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always tell myself, like, no, I'm a pretty flexible person. I always mm-hmm. compromise. And I'm realizing, no, I compromise on the stuff that I like. That's yes. not real compromise. We compromise Holy on shit. the stuff that we like all the time. And... I, I hate to say it, but we'll we'll pout if we do, if we don't like something. Well, it's not that we pout. No, we'll I'm just worse. Like, I'm no, I'm like dead ass. Like I don't think I don't I can't recognize in this moment. Other than work, work is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't actually I can't pinpoint a time where I've compromised with something that I do not like. Like maybe or even if I don't like it a little bit, there, there's something behind yeah. it that I really want. So I'll fine, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But something that I straight up do people who wait do people actually do that where they compromise on something they straight up don't like? I have, but then again, like that, what? Like, that could also be a gender role thing too because nowadays I think men in the past women have compromised more. We know this historically. I think nowadays men are compromising more. I don't think so for, for sure. In, in <laughs> certain, in certain, at I, first in for, certain relationships, and then men don't realize the compromise is worth it, and we leave. I'm, I'm dead, dead on that. I'm dead serious. Men start to compromise at the beginning of relationships. Wait, can you and give then, me an example? Okay, when we ask you out, most of the time we're paying for everything. We're giving up our time to come pick you up. We're giving up our gas money. Um, but see, I feel like if you like the person, doesn't that come natural? That's true. Because I will do that if oh. I'm interested. Agree again, but we'll we'll give up time that we could be doing our other interests yeah or like let's say you wanted to go somewhere we didn't want to go we'll do it to make you happy see that but the thing that doesn't make sense to me is like uh, in the beginning because obviously we're trying to compromise my time or energy i just i will not compromise my fucking presence with somebody if i don't have enough interest there so i feel like are you telling me that you're not i'm I'm talking about if 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 i'm interested in someone i will and in the past, I have compromised things, and ADHD men will do that. Because, again, the hyper-focus, they want to be with this person. They're super-focused on this person that they give up of themselves. At least from my experience and from the experiences of some of the men that I've spoken to. I know that, in my experience, like the hyper-focus occurred, but then like something else would grab that person's interest. And then we'd pull out really quick. Right. So, for example... Excuse the pun. <laughs> So, <laughs> so like the there's like points that I can remember where I was the focus of that person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're we're working on the relationship, everything's good, we're spending time together. You had nightly check-ins. I, <laughs> well, how do you know that would just be ADHD? We I feel like I don't be, do I, like I don't oh damn. Because I don't think I'd be disrespectful of someone. Wouldn't that just be something else that they just like Not necessarily because then like when I when I realized this person was hyper focused on his job, uh-huh. then he was spending a lot more time at work. Oh, he was there okay. all the time. Oh, he was coming too. home late. Oh, I see. I do that too. Okay. That kind of thing. So then I knew that the focus was taken. Like the relationship wasn't a priority for him anymore. But it's just hard for him to uh, to balance come, yeah. to balance yeah. it. Right. Okay. Correct. It's it. What? 
it's almost like sometimes ADHD people compartmentalize things. It's like if you're not mm-hmm. right in front of them, it's like, okay, we're focused on this right now. Oh, hey, hi. Here, there you are. Okay, now we're focused on you. And then, oh, now we're focused on that. So generally when we're at work, we're not thinking about anything but work or what we're doing at work. And we don't think about stuff outside of work. Now, as you get older and you learn to compromise a little bit more, sometimes you have to realize your partner wants to know that, hey, you're thinking about them, or mm-hmm. you know that, is, is there something going on at work? You just want to say hi, just an occasional hello, an occasional, you know, a, a check-in message. Not like to check in, but you know, and and ADHD people have a hard time doing that. We have a hard time picking up the phone half the time. How do you feel about that? Okay, well, well, you're you're in an industry where you pick up the phone, and I have to as well. But like so when I'm I, off the clock, I don't want to pick up the phone half the time. I think it's different. It's just really different with work. So you're right. I get work versus like personal relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm much better at texting. I'm much better at sending yes. you a fucking meme. Yes. A phone call. It's not that I don't. I actually I like phone calls, but I don't want like I know a lot of girls feel goody about like oh we were talking on the phone for three four hours. Uh, bro, that's gonna stress me the fuck out because <laughs> one I just need time to be by myself. Not like be by myself. Like I don't like your presence. Actually, what I find really cool. I'm gonna digress here. Is when I can find the presence of someone where I can just be doing nothing or be in the same house and you're gonna be chill about it like i don't need to be right Correct. next to you as you're wiping your ass like i don't know like it's just i'm the same way like he's just like reminding me things yeah okay but i digress i totally forgot the point well no we, we we talked about that earlier I, I think in things that annoy you i think that was one of the things that I'm like i don't like to be in a relationship where we have to do everything Every no, second we're together, it bugs the shit out of I me. I need time to be weird alone. That's yes. all I can say. I just want my alone weird time. It's not that I don't like you. It's just, please. I want to look up Wheel of Time let videos. Let me have space. <laughs> also, I watch ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did it before it was a thing, by the way. Okay, I did this since like 2000 well, the and com- the competitiveness six. just came out. Yeah, I know. My bad. Uh, before I knew it was a thing, and I thought it was a weirdo. Yes, and I would watch it in front of my manager boss. He'd be sitting behind, not like behind me, behind me, but in the back as I'm doing inventory. Uh-huh. He'd let me watch the movies. He didn't care because I was a good worker. So that was just a weird side note. But it was Michelle Fon makeup videos. She was very soothing. And it would be like 2 in the morning because I would work doing inventory and the movie theater was closing. <laughs> That's a really long <laughs> I was waiting quest. for you to take a breath in those five. <laughs> single sentence never I actually talk like really five fast. single sentences if I don't talk to you this way ever just know I don't like you <laughs> I'm just kidding I, I don't feel comfortable in front of me I should say that um, I'm one of those people if, if I don't talk to you oh that's I a good sign like yeah you. no I'm watching yeah. and there's something there I do not mm-hmm. like um, mm-hmm. uh, for those few moments where I'm yeah if, AD, if an yeah. ADHD person <laughs> does not talk to you you know we talk to almost everybody so if we don't talk to you, uh, we don't fucking like. I don't like we, most people. Yeah. Well, like, like, like yeah, if, if, if somebody like, like at the grocery store said something, you you say hi back to him, you talk to him. And stuff oh, like. I do this awkward smile. Yeah. Like you kind of like, I'm being nice, but please leave me the fuck alone. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't have like. I'm the kind of person that goes up and talks to toll booth people. Yeah, no, see, I'm I like, can't do that. Like, granted, I, well, now I have a, I have an e pass, but like when I used to back there, they always give change. When there used to be people there. <laughs> when, when, when there used to be toll booth people, I'd be like, "How's your day? I hope you're having a great day. Thank you for doing what you do." Because, like, but you know what? Actually, if your vibe is cool, I'm gonna dig it. Yeah. 
there we go. So I do take it back, but I just want to say so I don't buy with most. You ever been in a Publix where like the the checkout person and they're like, "Hey, how are you doing? Like, yeah. I'm doing good. How you doing?" Actually, yes, I will See? say those dudes because I can tell they're little nerdy dudes and they say hi to me <laughs> and they start asking me questions about whatever it is. I don't know. I usually have like a fucking stormtrooper grocery bag. Do you like Zelda? <laughs> I believe in the Triforce. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh showing my, my nerdiness. But I'm pretty sure we digressed from a really strong point that I forgot about already. Um, You're competitive. Uh, fuck. I know we were talking about work and then oh. talk about hyperfocus. Um, oh, about work. Oh, yes, phone calls. Thank you. Yes, uh, about phone calls. Phone calls. We got, we got work. back there. Um, it's easier. I think it's because okay, it's like I know this shit. Um, I know the service that they're seeking of me. I know that I give them. I need to give them guidance. The hard part about it is sometimes like you have to act like a therapist without the fucking training. Not on them. I just mean that's a part of the job. Mm -hmm. But no, that's real easy because it's like it's logical. It's methodical. And when I say easy, like it's stressful as fuck. But you know what I mean. Like it's just again the equation. But um, with like interpersonal relationships, I think that can be a little tougher because again, I think it's also because of things like this that now as I'm becoming more aware of like uh, my personality, it does sometimes make me feel a little awkward of like, do I want to show that to someone? What are they going to think? Uh, I don't know. Is it weird? Blah, like, and again, I think those overall though, I fucking love myself, but I'm just saying like, uh, it's that vulnerability of sharing mm -hmm. it with people. And then, so it just takes a while sometimes. And then, so it's like, I can have long phone calls with people once I'm really comfortable with them, but like, I actually don't need that. And it only happens like once in a while. So I think the main question before, if I think about it again, I think it was like, you're asking the types of communication we like, yeah, I like memes and I like text messages. <laughs> um, and, uh, I don't remember if there was a point before that. No, we were just, we were just saying like, like when it comes to communication, uh, we do communicate differently. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I like to text as, as opposed to talking on the phone. Um, oh, sorry. Side note. My bad. The other thing is, like, actually, when you were mentioning about, like, the work stuff, I think that sometimes, like, I actually will do a lot of thinking that's, like, not just, like, the task at hand. Mm -hmm. But whether I don't know what the reason is. Like, I don't know if it's, like, just because I'm not comfortable or if it's because I don't feel the need to. I let myself have, like, the thought or the feeling, but I won't communicate it to the people. Like, I'll just be like, I'll just talk to them when I talk to them kind of deal. And then sometimes you don't end up talking to them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that happens to me all the time okay. at work, too. That happens to me all the I have to write Post-it notes all over my desk. And that's, I, in the beginning of, um, in the beginning of this job that I just got, in the beginning of this, the, this work year, I spent you know, like 40 bucks on post-it notes. Yeah. I have thousands I used to, I used to of post-it notes because I use them every day. I write a post-it note and I stick it. Well, no, because as soon as I get it done, I throw the post-it note away. Yeah. And I, but that's how I remind myself like at, at work. Like I know tomorrow when I get to my desk at work, I have post-it notes about what I have to do yeah. that day. And then I get them done, but I'm going to end up writing more yeah. post-it notes tomorrow, sticking them on my desk and doing them when I get back on Monday. Is that, is that the paperwork you're talking about? No, 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 no. No, no the post-it notes are for me. The post-it notes say do the paperwork on this, do the paperwork on that. I'm, I'm just joking. Like, but the post-it or, or go talk to this person about this person, go talk to that person about that person so you know, damn. no I, well, I, I've had to start to do that because in my industry before I was failing a lot in my 20s and my early 30s because I was forgetting to do things like that mm -hmm. so I this is what I said when it comes to maturity it went, and, and it also comes with with taking the, the medication conquering the the bad side of ADHD you have to create and establish personal routines mm -hmm. and excuse me the hardest part about that is when you have ADHD is the commitment. 
it is hard for us unless like you said we're super interested like in something it, and it's hard to, for us to commit to certain routines that are beneficial for us if we find them tedious that's true Fuck, yes it is it really see that's what i think about too like because again like people with the gym would be like you know like when they ask me about it, I was like, there really is no beautiful fucking story. It's not some motivational thing. It's not, I don't think of it as things like, oh, just fucking do it. No, it's like, I had a bad fucking time. Somehow, I don't know I found it. And then I guess maybe the competitive part of me, when I started seeing little fucking baby muscles, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And then so like, <laughs> but also like, I think it's because I just thought in my head, like, yeah, I want to be strong, like in every single aspect, just like, you know. That's why I said it's a superpower because yeah. you, you can direct you can direct the hyperactivity and the hyperfocus in a positive direction and you can learn how to redirect that hyperfocus or you can learn when you're becoming hyperfocused to calm it down and to kind of snap yourself back into more of a that is what slower i'm trying reality. to do now as an adult and it's fucking hard well you're you're going to start to realize as the medication it, it takes a couple of months to years Believe okay. it or not, on Medicaid, it took me a while. Which they need to probably up mine. They've already told me, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have I have the highest dose, okay. and I've actually started because of I've been taking the highest dose for years. I'm starting to lower it on my own because I don't need it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually telling my doctor that I'm, you know, taking only half as much, and then just using yeah. the other half when I need it. If I need any extra, I'll take a little extra yeah. in a day. Um, and he said that's okay as long as I don't go over what he's prescribing. Yeah. So, but. It, the hardest thing is committing to those routines committing to um it like the post-it note thing i was talking about it took me a while to start doing that to realize okay this is going to be my system to remember things because i'm not the type of person that opens up uh, a calendar or a date book and writes things down in that mm. i put that <laughs> i put that <laughs> i'm just see. listening to you <laughs> yeah but i know why you're laughing um i you know i i put things down and then i'll use i'll use like a date book or i'll use a calendar book for like three weeks and then nope never again that's it um i'm getting better at it but we have to develop systems of our own that work with our own personalities and every adhd person has their own individual system that works for them because all of our brains even though we all have adhd all of our brains process things in a different manner. We see things in a different way, mm-hmm. which is why I said it's a superpower because the thing about ADHD people is we're some of the most creative people, some of the most creative people I've ever met have ADHD. I feel like that's why you're the idea idea guy. Yeah, yeah. Our I, I, creative director. The creative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not executive producer anymore. I don't think you ever were. I don't think I ever was. I, I, I think I promoted myself, but you demoted me rather quickly. I, I mean, I don't know if that's, I think that's a, you know, we're on the same level. I mean, if you want to be called the exec, the creative producer, you can. Creative executive. I want to be the CEO, creative executive you're officer. Like, Ooh. <laughs> there you go. You're promoted again. I'm a, I'm a Creo, the C-R-E-O. <laughs> This just reminds me of like, uh, so I managed the finances and I would, we were trying to do like a monthly budget meeting, like as a household and it did not stick. You know, I'm pretty good at, well, not going to look like, you know, I got shit going on right now, but mm-hmm. actually, yes, I am fine. I'm really, I've always been a stickler for that. I don't know why. I'm but horrible at finances. I think no. it's, it's I've more of like, as I've if it older. interests you. Oh yes, it does because I, yeah. <laughs> okay. If it doesn't interest you and you have ADHD, it's like. 
Oh True. yeah. Uh, if 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 you are a person with ADHD and you are not interested in money, you are not financially responsible at all. You're not fiscally responsible at all. Yeah. You generally need somebody in your life to help you, or you got to push your ass to mm-hmm. learn how to do. Well, it. I mean, because I've, I've heard of that and I've seen like you know memes and TikToks and shit on it, but I always would wonder. I was like, well, why is there not come? Like, not that I want to, but, but I because it's something like, that you're fixated yeah. on and you focus on. It's something that interests you. And I think yeah, it's because I like my independence. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck, I'll be damned if I'm not. So yeah. And for me, it, it's just money coming in as long as I can pay my bills and as long as I can pay my car payment and I have a little left over to enjoy my life I which is a good balance it's a good balance but but there's some months that I don't budget correctly and I'm like oh shit I'm overdrafting and I make enough money to where I shouldn't have to it's just one weekend I went out and I spent too much money or I went out and I bought way too much of an object or I bought an object that my impulsivity took over that would create panic in me I'm not a dead I will if I see a I will I will no we're we're getting old fans right now baby (laughs) (laughs) give me a side gig no way I was thinking I was thinking more fun with feet but (laughs) same thing (laughs) Uh, my feet are so ugly oh I have really cute feet you do you have cute feet (laughs) thanks she does. I'm not a foot person either. And like, I saw her feet one day and I'm like, I don't like feet, but, and it's really weird for me to say this, <laughs> but you actually have kind of cute feet. Like she does. It, I, it, like I it was the weirdest that. thing. I hate feet, but I'm like, I, can, I could look I, at I your feet. You and I could, yeah, like, I because like when people are barefoot, like when I'm barefoot, I don't care. And yeah. I probably, <laughs> we were talking about pet peeves. It's like one of them, like, I don't care if I'm barefoot. When other people are barefoot, I'm like, ew, gross. I would not be barefoot. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. If you're, if you're, girlfriend wife whomever you're with was pregnant and her feet are swollen and she's like oh my gosh i could really <laughs> use a massage <laughs> we're having an adhd moment we got off topic we're, yeah. we're now talking about pregnant women swollen i was feet. just because because you brought up if, the feet thing i was just curious i hate to compromise but in this if situation I like the person i can do a whole fucking lot oh yeah oh absolutely yeah. you know what absolutely if if, if like i'm anal. not compromising you know what i've learned actually Oh, I don't know what he just said. But he said like anal. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's for another topic. That's not, you guys did not say that was on the agenda. Remember, I, I, I am the deliverer of the package, not the receiver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's 2023, baby. <laughs> um, I'm talking about with women. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Fuck, what was my point? Uh, <laughs> my point was... OnlyFans? No. Feet, um, like, feet. Uh, make, oh, make, but compromise. compromise. Yeah, no, if you really like a person. No, so like when I reflect back, I realize like those moments when I start when I start recognizing like oh I was stopping to like my compromising there. Now I know that's like an, that's a fucking flag where I should probably pause. Like wait a minute, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. It's coming. Like the switch is gonna go off. So now I, I've learned that much. So that's. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, let me pull up my list here because it was I had the ADHD moment. I had the question. Um, I said this before. Do you find that you interrupt people a lot? I'm learning that I do, but I always. I now I'm stuck. Okay, so before I don't think I was ever even aware. Now I can't ha- like I don't want to say the word like oh it's my thing I can't help it. No, I actually just I don't know what's gonna happen, but then I'll recognize that it happens. Mm-hmm. But I, in the moments that I do it, I do really try to apologize and like bring it back to that point and then I but I also kind of uh, but maybe it's one-sided my feeling is like if we're having a good conversation it just happens so I'd like to hope that it just bounces but I think that's why I'm like I also like like the connections that I'll make now like I want to meet people where 
our convos flow together and if it's not working then that's okay but it means it's not working like because i don't know how else i can regulate that i really don't because it's not that i'm doing it out of being an asshole it's just like literally like i'm either into the subject or not and then i'll say it and then it's usually a lot yes it's because i know like if i don't say it i'm gonna forget mm -hmm. so yes <laughs> in short i mean yes. i'm sure in i've done it already plenty of times here yes yeah um and then there's another thing i don't know where is it do you tend to forget because this actually happens to me all the time and matter of fact, I invited Val to something this weekend, and she had to remind me the other weekend when we were cutting um, another podcast mm -hmm. that, oh, yeah, we have, we're have we going to this that weekend. I was like, uh, oh, shit. Yes. Is, do you tend to forget important dates or like events? I feel like lately that's it. So when I was younger, I feel like my answer was no. Now, yes, but I will say the main difference is now I live alone. I feel like when people that I'm doing things with I have like I'm with them. They're always reminding you, so it's always it's fresh on your mind. It's always yeah. that, or just like seeing I don't know stuff in your life. Like, so for an example, for me, I notice it more like when one of my brothers contacts me, like asking me to babysit, and like I'll forget that I have a fucking social life now, and like I'll have my <laughs> list of like, oh okay, I'm doing this this weekend, and like I don't know, like Loki. I wonder if he does this shit on purpose. He'll usually call me in the mornings. When I'm at the gym. And I'm like, hey, bro, what are you doing on this date? You know, you want to watch the kids? And then I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I don't think I'm doing anything. Yeah. And then I'll realize later, like, fuck, I wrote this down. I'm going out that weekend. And then, that happens to me all And the then, time. like, I have to pick. And, yes, I will compromise for my nieces. So I'm going to go take care yeah. of them. You know what I mean? I was, so. I was the keeper of the calendar in my last yeah. relationship for sure. Like, I, I would get a call in the middle of the day. It's like, hey, um, so-and-so asked us to do whatever. What are we doing on that date? And then I don't really, like... I don't really have to look at my calendar most of the time. I oh, usually know. I have to. And I'll be like, this and this is happening. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Or Unless like, oh, no, we're free, free that weekend. It's a hyper-focused date. Then, yeah. of course, I'm not going to fucking forget it. But nope. if it's not, if it's like regular yeah. stuff, yeah, I'm going to forget. And it's happened a lot lately, actually. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I do check the calendar just in case because you never know. But I've done that a lot more now. Mm -hmm. I actually have to go to the calendar. Jay, uh, Jay and I have talked a lot, but Val, you, we, you, you, you've had a couple of snippets here and there about your experience. I just want to hear a little bit more about because we've talked about our experiences dating or, mm -hmm. or just having ADHD. But I definitely want to before we conclude. I definitely want to come back and Jay. I want I want to get some advice from you for the guys out there um, for dating a woman with ADHD. I want to give some advice to the ladies for you know, dating a guy with ADHD. But first, I want to hear, you know, I think we should hear from Val I mean, I could give more. some advice about being on the other side. Yeah. I want to hear some more, like, some of your stories about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to know the perspective. Now yeah. that I'm learning, just even within the setting, like, fuck. <laughs> that, you, were, um, you were saying you wanted to know from the other perspective. Yeah, no, I guess, like, because, um, you, you know, you, I forget which one of you actually said it. Um, like the obviousness of it. So I do find myself that like when I'm initially meeting people for the first time or deciding to opening mm -hmm. up, that I don't show this side. So I do want to just say like, you guys are fucking dope because like from the beginning of think of this podcast mm -hmm. to right now, I feel it within myself, like how comfortable I am. Now I'm like, okay, there mm -hmm. isn't some sort of real agenda that I need to follow, some kind of uh, persona that I need, that I need mm -hmm. to have, just be me. But just then realizing, yourself. oh shit, but this really is me when I'm comfortable, I'm not, mm -hmm always timid i'm like that with people i don't know 
-hmm. And like within my own space, I am pretty fucking loud. I think I'm very energy seeking. Mm -hmm. But then even then, once like my energy's low, I need to recharge. And yes, I do need my weirdo alone time. So anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think in general, everybody needs a weirdo alone time. ADHD people especially. And if we don't get it, we get cranky as fuck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And I need lots of it. Actually. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I like, did, I, did I like you my deal alone with time. that? Yeah. With the crazy alone time? I do have yeah. about that, actually. No, it was more the um, the the hours and hours of, like, YouTube watching. <laughs> so the, so the, it, t- it technically his was his alone time. Yeah. But yeah. he was probably a little bit more on the codependent side. So he yeah. needed his alone time with someone, I guess. I guess. I. That's insecurity that we talked about that. Yeah. Um... I don't know if there's like alone there I mean no there wasn't a lot of alone time I have an example of one like for me I straight up needed to be like so in one house I lived and we had two stories like when I would that was my study room also though but like after that like when I was like say not studying like I just needed to be in there like with my dog Mm -hmm. and it's gonna sound really weird but like I would feel like I needed to disperse energy and like I like to think like when if I'm writing a paper but like I'm, I'm walking I'm pacing um and I used to just like to do that one in a little more privacy, but two, like I could do that in front of the person. I didn't care, like you know, yeah. if they're there. But in general, like I don't. They wanted to engage a lot in conversation, and it, again, it wasn't because I don't like you. I want to talk to you. Just I don't have the. I, I do not know what else to say. Like I don't have the energy to converse. And also, to me, in my little brain, it just felt very like small talk. When I you were trying to accomplish like something, very like superficial. Yeah, because yes. you were, because you were, so you were like, "Look, I got mean. shit I got to do right now," yeah. and you're. It's like I get it. I don't want to be mean, but you're bothering the fuck out of me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, and just, like, you know, we don't want to say that. Everything's safe. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to say. Also, that. I think it's because I wasn't aware of it, so I didn't even know how to articulate. It. I just knew it was a feeling. But then every day, it's always the bashing of like, "You don't ask me how my day is. You don't ask me how this is." And it's like, "What the fuck do you want me to do? How do you want me to come up to you and ask you how your day is when also you have this shitty attitude?" Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Listen, that's. That's let it out. Yeah. That's, that's so, anyways, life. experiences yeah. of dating and alone time. I think from this perspective, at least, I don't know if you ever. Well, I feel like you would because you're a dude, and I know girls tend to yeah. have a certain. So that's another thing too, because then I always question myself, like, oh, I'm supposed to be a certain way, but I realize, like, I don't know. Well, I know more men with ADHD than women, so I'm learning a lot with <laughs> tonight. But I'm I really a wasn't lot aware tonight. of this, so now I will say, in those like initial years of me like coming out of like those relationships, I did think that a lot of the issues were only. Like coming from them and now i realize like listen like yes actually yes but two no i bring my own shit to the table and yeah. i have to be aware of this and know like okay well at least like the least i could do is recognize like the my needs and then that way i can share those with people and see if that's something they're willing to like accept but mm-hmm. honestly like no i gotta give them some credit like they actually did deal with a lot of shit oh yeah from my condition that i wasn't oh, yeah. even aware of so yeah so i was i was kind of lucky in the way that my my therapist is husband has ADHD as well so we would talk about like techniques on like what they need what they didn't need whatever so I know that like the routine is very important Mm -hmm. I know exercise is very important I know that um, there's a lot of stuff that is on on me as the person that like remembers the calendar and it's just it's, it's really about communication and communicating those things but there's like there are some habits that Either A, you learn to just deal with, or they have to make a change, you know? So, like, the so for example, like, the hyper-focus, like, I I just wanted balance, you know? I wanted, I wanted him to 
come home or like if there if I was gonna be home if he was gonna be like working really late three days out of the week then give me like two or three days you know just communicating that yeah. like communicating your schedule communicating the time that you're able to spend with me yeah and don't like if I'm gonna say oh I'm gonna stay home I'm not gonna go out with the girls this night yeah because I I mean I still I still had my own social life yeah and I I and I told this to Robbie before. Yeah, I was gonna too. say I saw you out a few times when you were married. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like it's important for you to have your own friends so that you can have that outlet, that alone time, that weirdness that you can be in um, you know, talk about me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And um not that it's all about me, but <laughs> <laughs> but just have that moment where you can like really be yourself and not worry have to worry have to worry about your significant other. So what I learned is like communication routine is important and I, I, I'm i still trying to work out like the never finishing projects thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't really like nailed that down, but I, just, <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm enough of a, like I have an operations background, so I'm enough of a stickler to like follow through with things, you know. To make sure that, that your partner follows through with, with see, their I think, job. Yeah, I don't want to be like obnoxious that, though. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it, it, and also. I don't think I suffered from that problem only because, you know, I don't think. Again, if I don't have enough interest to start it in the first place, I just don't fucking start it. Well, yeah, see, and, and that's the thing. I think, um, and I'm probably going to say a stereotype here, but I would also say this is backed by scientific study. I wouldn't say scientific, psychological study, because I'm sure you, you both have heard this before, mm-hmm. that women are better at multitasking and men are better at focusing on one thing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a shitty multitasker, 100%. Oh, see, that's I'm the lying. thing. If I ever tell you that I'm multitasking, no, I'm fucking not. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> the, I'm the Good opposite. I'm great at doing a bunch of things <laughs> at one time. I'm great at starting 50 things at one time. Absolutely not. But then when I finish them, it's like one. It's like I'll start all 50, but then I have to go back and be like, oh, crap, I have to finish this one. And then I have to finish this one. And then I have to finish this one. Yeah. So it's like I multitask in the beginning. But then I revert back to being a guy, and then I got to hyper-focus on each one, and then I end up skipping, like, four or five of them and never getting those things complete, like my laundry. Um, <laughs> you still like, haven't done your laundry? Laundry's still, that, was still, like, that was like it's Sunday. It's still laying on my damn bed. <laughs> Mine's in a basket right now. That's a good thing we do the podcast at my house. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, oh, it's a very good thing because we'd be surrounded by, like, it's, oh, you know what? That shirt okay. looks clean. I'll put that on today. <laughs> I, I have my clean pile and my dirty pile. My dirty pile's in the garage. Yeah. Well, dirty pile's in my hamper. That's where my hamper is in my yeah. garage. So. Yeah. My washer and dryer's in there. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. I mean, I put mine right next to it. And plus, I go to the gym a lot, so I don't want to stink. It, like, you know, gym clothes, my gym sweat. My gym clothes. I can sell house. that stuff on uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, women can so do that sweet. shit. <laughs> you could sell it on OnlyFans. <laughs> People have actually given me that this idea. This sweat came from the crack of my latissimus dorsi. Oh my gosh. Right here underneath the pit. You guys know what I'm talking about. This reminds me. So I, I actually went to band camp. So yeah. That one time. I, was <laughs> I remember did the you know clothes any, and how uh, bad they smelled. Did you know any interesting flute players? She um, was the flute player. <laughs> I was not. Actually, uh, I had a really good friend of mine. And I mean, we still keep, I mean, Facebook friends now, but I mean, she has grown kids and got married early and you know how that goes. You just like drift off and see yeah, family 100%. land, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm still very fond of her, but she's, <laughs> I smoked my first cigarette with her. 
Did she play the flute with her down south mouth? She did not. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was thought where you were going with that story, but <laughs> no, I thought no. we were gonna have an American Pie Sorry. moment. I guess I not. was I was very sheltered in high school, very okay. sheltered until I saw American Pie. So. <laughs> wow, so the three of us at this table were sheltered in high school and decided to go nuts in college. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah. yeah. Well, I was post-college. <laughs> but yeah. Some of us are later bloomers than others, Jane. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did get my eyebrow pierced the first week I was in college. Uh, your, what, your what period? My eyebrow. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, was I just lost rebelling. my virginity like the third week I was in college. Oh, no, I did it right before college with a friend because I was like, I don't want to do it with somebody I don't well, know. I, tr- I tried. I'm not going to say it. it I, it's not, for, <laughs> trust me, it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> but my dumb ass was going around and, and, okay, so I'm a little personal story. It's fine. So my dumb ass was going around careful, telling right, girls. ADHDers overshare, by the way. When we're no, well, see, it, but this is, for me, this is 24 years ago, so I don't okay. give a shit. It's, it, it's, it's old news and oh. it's, and it's a, it's a virginity story. So everybody's got those. True. No, actually, um, no, I'm a virgin, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, damn it, you made me lose my Um, so yeah, I, uh, God damn it. You're talking about, you were talking to girls yeah. about losing the virginity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the thing about it was th- this actually goes to what you were just saying about ADHD pe- people oversharing. I was sharing that I was a virgin with all the girls I was seeing and they were just like, oh, that's nice. And the next thing I know, I wouldn't hear from them. So I learned, <laughs> you don't tell them that. No. And the first girl I didn't tell that to is the first girl I ever slept with. Wow. That's a very romantic story. No, it was not. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, like I was in love with a girl all throughout high school. Yeah. Like, and I thought this was a girl I was going to marry. It was my virginity yeah. too. I was very, very... Religious, very Catholic, very Roman Catholic. Yeah. And um, she broke my fucking heart. (laughs) And so, so right before I I got to college, I was like, I just, I just want to fuck around. I just want to be a hoe because I was like, I was so good for all these years. I was saving myself for this person. I really liked this person. I was wasting my damn time. I could have lost my virginity like my <laughs> sophomore year of freaking high school. What the hell? And I like all these guys are like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're going to parties. We're going to get laid. And I'm like, have fun guys. I believe, don't get me wrong. I love Jesus and everything. Like, And I believe in religion. But at the same time, I was like hyper fixated on Jesus well, and on Catholic religion. Well, that's kind of, I don't know if you had this in your agenda, but, um, I've learned this about this a little bit. Um, don't they say like there's like a connection with like hypersexuality and ADHD? Yes, there is. Yeah, I was 16, but I was in a relationship. Ah. Yeah. But I'll, yeah. No, there is. That there, there definitely is. Um, because again, if we like something sexually, we'll hyper focus on it. Like you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't. Right? <laughs> yeah. I bring it up all the time. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, hell, I brought it up in the show like 20 minutes ago <laughs> on a sly note. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're talking about anal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't see anything. <laughs> no, it's not. I, that is actually the topic of another show that we're going to have. It's not that there's anything wrong with it. Is that I've never done it. Oh. So that's the that's the thing. Like, I, And I always tease her. Like, because I'll, I'll be that's like. That's why. Yeah, I tease her about not it. Not because there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure people enjoy it. How long were you waiting for? He was a. He was a. Um, that was a good Christian boy that did not travel down the brown lane. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was also very, um, what was it called? Like very, uh, like neat freak. Not like. Vanilla? Like, 
Like OC. Oh, he was oh. very vanilla. But <laughs> germaphobe. It was a germaphobe. Okay. Well, well I, I mean, you could one. wear a condom. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even the idea of it, like, I, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like he would. He it doesn't would, bother me. But. I have. I don't think they're around the house that much anymore, but I used to have like hand sanitizers like everywhere because he would like constantly like sanitize. I don't like the germs of people that I don't like want to be around. Yeah. Yeah. But once you start kissing a person, I mean, like at that point, and like once you start exchanging other bodily fluids at that point, I feel like, well, and if you've been with a person long enough. I mean, he would, if I washed something and he didn't think I washed it well enough, he would come behind me and wash it again. That's annoying. Yes. Yeah, that is. That's very annoying. But also as an ADHD person with boredom, I'm just saying, like, don't you reach a certain point where you explore things? Because I feel like I feel like yes. sex is one of those areas where he was you he would. would be completely happy if it wasn't for me. Like doing I will say like, as much as I like someone, I think if things stay super vanilla, I'm still gonna like them, but I know like my head would be like, oh okay, I just got used to this. I already know how it works. Like I already know the exact game plan. Like, yeah, you, you can like predict. Oh, oh yeah, I could predict. Then, we're gonna do A, B, C, D, then it's done. It was always the same place, the same time. Oh no, God. started the same way. We both had our tops on. It was halftime <laughs> with the Sunday football game. Well, if you make it a game now, <laughs> we, had I mean, ten, we had ten minutes to do it. We would try to spice it up, and then you know, then we added nachos one weekend. Focus and what? <laughs> we tried to spice it up while we added nachos. It was it was good. It was fine. It was just not spontaneous. Not you know? fun. It wasn't fun. Not fun. Yeah. Yeah, I would say ADHD people need fun sex, or at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying, like, all the time. I just meant, like, um, I thought that was, like, a normal... I guess thing, some, like, some... Well, not some. that... Okay, so, uh, so okay, well, obviously, the past experiences have not been that compatible then if they don't work out, right? But I, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, in my head, I thought that one of the points of being compatible with someone is that you guys are on the same, like, level with that, and you guys generally at least with communication you would explore things correct it's normal and you can communicate correct but i think I mean, I, i've only gotten to that realization i think now that i think about it as i'm coming to know myself and exploring so yeah yeah well, it is communication yeah. and i and also um like you're always going to have somebody in the relationship that wants it more than the other mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll flip but like for the most part you're going to have always going to have one over the other Mm-hmm. And it's very rare that you have like two people that are like that have the same libido, especially over time. Because like is true. with women, like with women, I think when you hit forty, mm-hmm. you're at your peak. Girl, if you think you're not you're at your peak now, you're about to be. She's she's actually. <laughs> that's why you hear about all these older women in their forties right. dating younger men because the younger men can keep up with them because we hit our sexual peak in our early to mid twenties. Or sometimes mid to late thirty. Mid to late, <laughs> You're mid, not even there yet. <laughs> some, but, but believe it or not, I I feel like I had a second sexual peak in like my mid thirties too. Like for a while there, I feel like I was, I could have the stamina again. Like very, it was it was for a short time, maybe two three years. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. long time, but I felt like. I was, that also could have been because I was in really good shape, too, because that also does play a humongous part. Wait, yeah. now sex and ADHD, what do you guys mean by stamina? Like, how long they... Uh, oh, how the, long they oh, yeah. For AD, And sometimes for ADHD men, we have a... Um, and I had to look this up, and I'm sharing a little bit with myself, too. We have something that's called delayed ejaculation, not premature ejaculation. Oh. It's the exact opposite, where um, because... 
our minds are constantly wandering in the midst of sex. Yeah. Because we could be focused on sex, but all of a sudden, random thought will pop into the head. And you're having sex, and you're looking at the person, yeah. and you're inside the person, and your mind is thinking about like a fucking baseball game, or uh, what do I have to get my friend for his birthday? Or like, like it, just a random thought will pop in your head, and all of a sudden, some of the feeling will go away. And this, I, 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 I had to ask my psychiatrist about this. I was about to say, oh, that's the same this. for girls. And I'm like, well, you don't miss you. It's because you're a girl with ADHD. Okay. Yeah. But like, but like <laughs> Wait, my psychiatrist. No. Sorry. No, see, no, at all? No. 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 I've so asked this. Really this. ADHD thing. Yes, it I is. I really just thought it was people. like a human being thing. No. 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 And it's not because I'm, like, I'm not, not into it. Like, or anything. I have it to. It literally is like, what I'll start wondering more about is like their experience. But then I'm like, I'm like, no, just stay in here, stay in here, instead of thinking about their experience. Correct. So that I'm grounding myself. So at least I'm so, I think, so being a girl, We do also tend to hyper-focus like, on the other person during yes, sex, too. Say, we want them to have the experience. Mm-hmm. So, because we, we like to perform, we're natural performers. We're, again, that comes yeah. with competitive Holy nature. Fuck, man. Wow. It makes more sense now, doesn't it? This is, this this is, is, a whole lot this more is free therapy. I learned really this. Is. I'm learning more right fucking I now learned than this I did from about my mental health counselor when I was considering doing, considering taking medication. And I learned about this because that was one of the issues that I was having in my relationships where uh, it would just, I, I, I couldn't come. I couldn't. It was one of those things where you know, you go, go, and go, but it was like, I'm in the act, but my mind is elsewhere. And then my mind refocuses and like, okay, I'm enjoying this, but then all of a sudden my mind trails off and it's like, you're, no, no, no. I was, I was trying to make, I was, I was just trying to make like, like a random, um, I mean, it was the first random thought that popped in my head. So for men, we ADHD men, some ADHD men have an issue with delayed ejaculation where it's the opposite of premature ejaculation where we go and go and go and we just get bored with the sex and we can't maintain and like we can't maintain a full erection like yeah. that because I have I've talked to my doctor about this back when I was that much younger. Um, because I've said I have always had this problem where I go and go and go. My first time I lost my virginity was an hour and a half. Most guys lose their virginity within like 30 I seconds. Say, yeah. yeah, most wow. guys. Like, I was just going and going and you going. Know, and she was like, Are you done yet? Be... And I'm like, No. And she was I'm like, Are you sure? I'm like, about, Yeah. I'm not talking about physical pleasure. I'm talking about the competitive nature in me. I don't think I would enjoy that kind of situation. Uh, it, 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 I, feel I, like I don't I'm think not she doing did. Job. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's, and now. I think, I, th- I think that's, that's the, like a normal person. True. Like, if, if okay, the so person that I'm with doesn't page, have yeah. an orgasm, I yeah. feel like. What was the point? Like, I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Is something wrong with me? Um, and that's going to go into my tips to women mm-hmm. about men with ADHD. If, if you're if your partner has an issue with this and they're not talking about it to you because this is a common occurrence with men with ADHD is that we do have a delayed ejaculation, a delayed ejaculation or sometimes we get bored. Um, and it's not your fault. It's not just how our brains work. Sometimes that's how we, I feel. Yeah, I, I, and that's, and that's the thing. Like it, it's a lot of my partners have said, is there something wrong with me? I'm like, no, this has been going on my entire life from the time I was, First sexually active to now. The thing is, I can finish. Women, it's easier to finish oh. because you know, for us, we gotta get some. It, yeah, because remember, it's, it, it, I mean, I would say the mechanism is almost the same, but for men, it's just a little bit more different. There's a lot more blood flow involved, okay. and the blood flow is both 
physiological and psychological. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So there's there's a dual component for men and for women it's that way as well. Oh, yeah, but when women are already into the sexual act for the yeah. most part, they're ready to go. Yeah. So um I, I think it's about time we got to wrap up, but uh, Jay, I wanted to ask you, do you have any tips for men dating a woman with ADHD? Just give me a couple of tips to wrap up. You know, I've actually really learned a lot about myself that I think I'm going to have to process after this show. So in regards to tips, um, some guidance would be helpful. Like, what do you think guys would need tips on? I'm I'm just as shocked with myself as you guys are. So well, then I this has know. been a great experience for you, Jay. <laughs> yeah. so, we'll ha- we'll, um, so, so then this is what we'll do. Why don't we, we can make this a two-parter. We'll have, her, we'll have you back another time and we can finish up sure. and we can take the information that you took from this session, digest it, and yeah. come back with maybe some more stories you want to entertain us with, some more instances you have, whether it be from work or relationship, and some more guidance and tips. Yeah. Sound okay. good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Val, do you have anything to, uh, to tell our fans about living or being in a relationship with a person with ADHD? Any tips? I think, uh, like, I think I mentioned this before, communication is very important and also um, encouraging follow-through. Not parenting, but, like, encouraging follow-through. Double-checking. Double-checking. Okay. But not parenting, which is another thing. Wait, that's advice for, like, regulars, right? Yes. (laughs) For for the regulars. (laughs) I, I don't know why, but I just have this feeling that the majority of our listeners are going to be women. <laughs> so, um, guys, you know, if you're if if you're going to listen to this too, and you have ADHD, uh, maybe you can take some of this to heart too, and take some of these tips. But, ladies, I want you to understand that if you're dating someone with ADHD, we lose focus a lot. You could be telling us something extremely important, and we could be staring right at you, and our brain could be somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And if we ask you to repeat something, that is not because we don't care about you. That is not because we weren't listening. It's because our brain decided to take us on a different journey. And we did not have control of that. Our brain said, hey, yellow bus in your head. We're going to the left. (laughs) And we went to the left and we're on a different journey. So understand we lose our focus quite a bit. If you're in the midst of a long conversation, keep it small tidbits, quick facts, make it somewhat exciting. You know, if it's going to be long, understand you're going to lose our focus. Try to keep our focus a little bit. Or if we say, hey, can you repeat that? Don't take it personal. It's just how our brains work. Two, understand that sometimes when we say we're going to start something and we start it, we need you to back us up and make sure we follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Because men do start things. And this I think it's typical for a lot of men too, but I don't know. My father was one of those guys that he started a project and he finished it that damn day. And if he didn't, it bothered the shit out of him. But whereas me, I'll start working on something on my car. And unless if, if I can still drive my car and the project's half done, I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll finish it later. And then for a week, I have like a panel missing on my car. <laughs> like, you know. So understand we need, sometimes we need that encouragement. Um, to get through projects, to get through household chores, and we need reminders. Um, And we're going to interrupt a lot. Either get used to it or work on ways to make interruptions like kind of part of the conversation where you know the person's going to interrupt at a time and you got to kind of, okay, I think he's going to interrupt at this time, so I'm going to say this and just pause. And let the person, because when we interrupt in conversations, it's for two reasons mostly. One, we're really excited about what you're talking about. We really want to say something. Or two, we really want to say something before we forget. 
Thank you. See, y'all got it. Yeah. We learned something today. Yeah, we learned something. Exactly. <laughs> um, and please understand that we do get bored easily. We're not bored with you. We're not bored with the relationship. We're bored in our current environment. We, as men, we need to learn how to, I, I don't want to say self-stimulate and give people the wrong impression, but we, we do have to learn to self-stimulate our brains in a specific way. Uh, guys, if you're listening, find a hobby that you can do on the regular that you enjoy. Go to the gym. Find a routine that helps you out. Don't be afraid to tell your significant other that when you're having a, a hyper episode or if you're having a super focused episode, don't be afraid to tell them about it. Don't be afraid to to ask them if, for help if, if you feel like you're getting too deep into that hole because I know that guys, we can get into that hole and we're lost. We get lost in, in things. So um, patience is very big when dealing with someone with ADHD and not taking every one of their actions or inactions, because mm-hmm. that's very important. Mm-hmm. Actions or inactions, and that's very important, personally, because an ADHD person does not think like a normal person. We don't, we don't, what's the, what is the word I'm looking for? We, uh, certain, process? yeah, we, we don't process things in a specific way. Sometimes we don't realize that we have to do things in certain situations. We just do what we think is necessary and we move on because we're on to the next thing. We need the next thing in our lives. We need the next thing to be exciting. So I'm not saying you have to keep the relationship exciting, ladies, but understand that sometimes we do get bored. We do stray, not so much in the relationship, but our minds stray. And that can lead to bad things. Communicate. Be positive. Don't think it's it's uh, personal. Don't take certain actions personal that you would normally take. And just understand that you need to keep this person balanced. That's the word. Balanced. And on that note... Sounds like a heavy order. It really... It, it, but it, it sounds a lot harder than it is. The ADHD person in the relationship, and guys, I'm talking to you here. And this is the last thing I'm going to say because I'm dragging this fucking thing on. <laughs> you have to realize what you have done and you have to make a willingness. You, you have to accept and you have to make a willingness to change. You have to, to want to be positive and want to grow through those speed bumps instead of just hitting them and saying, now I'm going to make a U-turn and quitting. Because ADHD guys will relationships rather easily if they're not fully invested so gentlemen if you're not fully invested either become invested or don't break girls hearts because the other tendency to do that too all right sounds good well thank you thank you for the advice and i think i think we're gonna end here i uh jay i want to thank you for for coming on tonight mm-hmm. thank and, you very uh, much this was a lot of fun. No, this is actually... Okay, so uh, all joking aside, this was great. I actually really did learn a lot about myself. I think um, more than just reading it on paper um, or like kind of making these uh, you know, observations and kind of like accepting it more. Because again, I think... Um, I don't know, really putting it into context, I think, with you guys. It's very cathartic, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if I'd say cathartic. It's, it's a little bit... Uh, I mean, you know, half of it is. The other yeah. half is mind-blowing. The other half <laughs> is something like, you know what, man... I think sometimes like having these like 
symptoms or whatever these things that I'm dealing with kind of sucks but honestly I think coming from like your perspective I don't know if I'd want to again maybe that's that ADHD part like I don't know if I could deal with someone and compromise that much who has like all these needs I think at the end of the day if you like but. the person we find a way we do yeah. if we like the person we find a way um, and if you like us you can subs- like and subscribe exactly Leave like and subscribe um no negative comments, please. We don't need negativity in the world. It's all about positive love. <laughs> Peace, love, and sunflowers. And uh, please remember to, again, like and subscribe. Thank you all for listening to Casual Conversations on Adult Situations. Bye.